Hey, hey, welcome to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. I'm Josie, and I'll be your host alongside my pal, Samantha. hey And Kaylee. Hey, guys. We get real around here because life's too short for small talk, and we believe there's beauty in the depths of your soul. See what I did there? <laughs> and we'll accompany you into the struggles, through the depths, and to the heights to help you discover the truth that will bring you lasting joy to your life. So join in the fun and follow along by subscribing to our podcast and website at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Alrighty, let's get this conversation started. How's it going? <laughs> going great. Yes, going well. I'm always excited to hear how you're going to start us off. <laughs> yes. I need to start spicing it up a little bit. There's some different languages or something. Mm. Oh, yes. That would be great. Yeah. With my, be great. With my accent. But yeah. I, a fun fact about me, I, um, I love doing um, just different accents. So maybe I'll just bring, it, bring out my, like, Indian accent or, like, yes. Australian but, say, what's your favorite one to do? You should just do one right now. <laughs> I feel like it might be offensive to people listening, though. <laughs> so I should probably be careful. Okay, maybe that. not. <laughs> you never know what the times we're living in, right? Mm. You, gotta, you gotta be a little careful. Uh, so but, true. No. Yeah, it's a great day to be alive. Um, yes. Sure is. And yeah, I oh, know. Just very, very. Um, trying times we've been living in with everything going on so i mm. i'm excited for today's podcast episode yes me, me too. too um but yeah because we're talking all about ordinary and living ordinary lives and i just feel like life has been very ordinary lately mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. it's like ordinary in two sense but also like extremely strangely ordinary at the same yeah. time yes like, it's a weird new ordinary <laughs> like yes. Ordinary, yeah, ordinary in the sense that, like, we're, we can't go anywhere, so our lives have become very simple, yeah. and, like, it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like we're doing anything, yes. like, really cool or great, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Kaylee, would you like to kind of share what, because it's based off the blog post you wrote for this week, so mm-hmm. you want to share a little bit? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, um, kind of, I guess, the inspiration of this post comes from, like, my past 10 weeks of being a parent um Mm -hmm. I've just been able to find like this grace and this joy in like the mundane tasks of staying at home all day and raising Joseph and um just different things that I have going on as well um but this post in particular which also you might hear him in the background he's (laughs) half sleeping half not I don't know he just woke up again whatever um he's staring off into space but it's cool um, but yeah, so this one in particular was just inspired after uh, I started laughing about the fact that um, whenever Joseph has like bad gas or like bad belly aches, mm-hmm. like Matt and I are doing everything we can to help relieve that and like try like the right positions, try like all these things. Yeah. And then once he finally gets that burp or that fart or that poop out, it is like, oh my goodness, we are filled with so much joy. Like I <laughs> cheer him on. It is ridiculous. I'm like, I, feel like I wish someone would like cheer about my farts. You know? <laughs> right? Right? Agreed. I know. It's so funny. I'm like, it's the weirdest things that I found joy in as a parent. So that mm-hmm. I think my mom was down here one week and I was like expressing such joy. Like, yes, you did it, Joseph. And 
uh, she was like, you can write a blog post about that. And I was like, actually, you're not wrong, Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we have it, um, which is great. But no, as I was like, um, kind of just like thinking about this joy that you find in like these ordinary circumstances, or I mean, if you're not a parent, you might think those are weird circumstances, but whatever. <laughs> um, but just like God just provides us such grace in these moments, um, because beforehand, I would have never thought I'd find joy in that. Um, but now that I'm a mom, I'm like, wow, that was a grace of God to be joyful. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just kind of like thinking about an example for like everyone as a whole. Like, yeah, we're in the middle of this pandemic still. Like everyone's wondering when it's going to end. Not sure on that at all. Um, but our lives have just been kind of like completely put on halt, like flipped upside down. Like we're just living different lives now. Mm-hmm. Um, then we also didn't get to attend like any Easter services. Everything was just extremely weird. And like if you're back at church now it's wearing a mask, staying distanced from your church community that you like really want to be like good friends with still. Um, and then like barely having any music at all. So it's like kind of hard to find the joy in that at times. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just kind of was thinking about like all these activities we used to do and not think twice about, but now it's just different for us, but yet God's still here. He's still giving us this grace, mm-hmm. but maybe he's just asking us to pause even more so that we can find um, where his grace is in this ordinary time. So, mm-hmm. um, just kind of a few things I talked about in the post in itself was just like, uh, turning to scripture, making space in your heart for reconversion and reflecting in the ordinary life of the Holy family. So, um, just kind of for everyone, no matter what season of life that you're in, you're called to be a saint in this day and age in this mm-hmm. time to change this world for Christ. And so, um, just kind of want to open the discussion to allow us to see like, just how can we do that? How can we keep Christ at the center of our lives, especially like in the ordinary, day-to-day moments when we just can't leave the house and go many places so it's mm-hmm. kind of what we I wanted to talk about this week love that retweet oh, yes <laughs> oh, so, so good, good. Mm-hmm. yeah reading your um blog post and just listening to you talk right now makes me think of um my favorite paragraph in the catechism which mm-hmm. is paragraph 531 It says, during the greater part of his life, Jesus shared the condition of the vast majority of human beings, a daily life spent without evident greatness, a life of manual labor. And I just find so much comfort in that sentence. Um, And in the, just in thinking about like the hidden life at Nazareth, Mm. you know, Jesus is, of his 33 years, he spent 30 of them just at home with his family working learning his trade. Um, and really like that was his prep, like he wouldn't have done that if it wasn't meaningful. And if it wasn't preparation for like his public ministry. Mm. Um, and yeah, he spent 90% of his life at home. And I just find so much comfort in that knowing that he lived an ordinary life. Um, and so in my ordinary day to day life, I can still meet Jesus there because he also lived that ordinary life. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. Um, I, I love that because like we're actually made for the ordinary. Um, mm-hmm. and Jesus shows us that with his own life, like Christ came, um, to sanctify the ordinary and everyday life. And we're called to imitate him. And I think a lot of times, you know, we strive to the, live these big and grand lives, um, you know, in our world constantly talks about, you know, what is the legacy you're going to leave behind? Like, everybody wants to be remembered after their death for like generations, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. just like natural to like want to be remembered and do big things and like all of that. 
Um, but the truth is, like, <laughs> most of us will be forgotten a generation or two after our death, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if we're just being, like, straight up honest. Um, but does that mean, like, okay, we're going to be forgotten? Does that mean our lives are don't have meaning? No, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I think that's what Christ shows us in, in coming and becoming man and doing the the day-to-day tasks and being faithful in his duties. Like those are, those are meant to be sanctified. Um, and just because mm-hmm. like tasks that we have every day might seem unimportant to someone else looking in on, on our lives, like God has entrusted them to you for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. and everything, every, everything is an opportunity for grace for the sanctification of our souls. So like if God's giving us something, it's for a reason and to make, gr- help us grow in holiness. So we have to embrace the mundane, embrace that simplicity, even if we're like, oh, I want to do big things. Like, no, God's calling you to be sanctified through the ordinary, mm-hmm. um, as hard as it may sound, you know? Mm-hmm. So true. And that reminds me, too, of, like, the great saints that we've seen, such as, like, John Paul II and Mother Teresa. They didn't mm-hmm. live their lives thinking, I want to do these big, extraordinary things yeah. and be remembered when I die. Like, mm-hmm. that's not at all how they lived. They lived their lives, like, their ordinary lives of just, like, being with the people of God and, like, in communion with God. And, like, that's now how we look up to them so much because, like, they constantly had, like, in their ordinary everyday actions, um, just, like, constant communion with the Lord. And, like, that just inspired everyone around them, you know? So that way we know yeah. them now. So. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I think the most heroic thing you can do is be faithful in those everyday tasks when you want to be somewhere else or, you know, um, yeah. And just like that everyday suffering of simplicity, mm-hmm. you know, because honestly, mm-hmm. like, I think simplicity sometimes. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're mm-hmm. like, my life is so ordinary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so true. Yeah. And I think the truth of the matter is that these saints who we see doing big, grand, heroic things. Mm -hmm. Um, They didn't just wake up one morning and like all of a sudden do the big heroic thing. It was, Mm -hmm. you know, that they were faithful in the small, little, ordinary things. And then when the big thing came, it was second nature to them because that was already how they built up their life. And I think Mm -hmm. sainthood is really not made of the big moments, but it's really built in the little everyday moments of surrender to God and saying mm. like, all right, today, all I have, the biggest thing I'm going to do is, is laundry. Um, yeah. but I can yeah. still offer that to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, so true. and not complaining about, Oh, all I have to do today is laundry. Um, <laughs> that's already the beginning of sanctification. Yeah. Mm-hmm. St. Uh, Jose Maria Escriva, um, has a quote that says either we fi- learn to find our Lord in ordinary everyday life or else we shall never find him and i love mm-hmm. that uh so true <laughs> yeah because yeah. even like in this transition of like becoming a mom it's like sometimes yeah as much as i wish i could nail the timing where i wake up before joseph and i get prayer time in mm-hmm. most of the times it doesn't happen that way um and mm-hmm. so it's like i'm having to find ways to like be in communion with god while i'm changing his diaper or doing dishes mm-hmm. or just holding him while he's trying to fight a nap like it currently is you know like i don't know it's just these beautiful small moments that i'm able to like bring god into um and i think that's more realistic than trying to be like this big grand gesture um of love towards the lord every day for me right now you know 
Yeah. Mm. And I think the cool thing is like each action of the day, like however ordinary it is or whatever task we have, each action either draws us closer or pushes us further away from perfect union with our Lord, you know, mm-hmm. to that communion um, with the Trinity that we're called to. So like we should look at each action as an opportunity to grow in grace. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, like as God's calling each of us to know, love and serve him, like where we are in this present moment. And even if we never see the effects of our actions in this life, like we got to realize that they have an eternal effect and that like, we're not living for this world, but for heaven. Mm. I think that's something that we need to learn to be okay with and kind of reconcile ourselves with is this idea that sometimes um, what we are doing is planting seeds. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially like in your own life or in your relationships with other people in your work of evangelization, Um, a lot of what we're doing is just faithfully planting seeds, faithfully watering, you know, Mm. these seeds, um, and trusting that even if we might not see the flower bloom or the, the plant bear fruit, um, like that's okay because that's in like, God is not asking us. He's, he's asking us to like show up and be present to him and like, just be faithful to what he asks Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes what he's asking is just that very hidden, very secret task of planting seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. I feel like sometimes that's like when it's hardest to be faithful is when you can't see the fruit, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like that's the whole point of this idea of like we're called to live in the ordinary life is like we're called to plant the seeds, not necessarily see the fruit. Like when we get to see the fruit, it's a beautiful gift and grace from God, but it's not always part of being faithful to him, you know? Mm-hmm. yeah yeah gosh I mean just so much truth there I think mm-hmm. in the hard part is like translating it right because like we can mm-hmm. you know recognize the beauty in the ordinary but like how I don't know just even looking at the lives of the saints and how they embraced um the grace of the ordinary like how or how can we imitate them and most importantly how can we imitate Christ um who's the perfect example of this and who mm-hmm. sanctified the ordinary you know um what what have been some helpful things in y'all's lives? Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, especially like um, during this season right now, just like this new conviction and returning to scripture. Cause I mean, I mm-hmm. used to be at a point where I would like have a holy hour every day and I would like be working through scripture and like gnawing at it for a while um, mm-hmm. within that holy hour. But then yeah, seasons of life change and I've gotten out of that habit so much. Um, so for me, just like, returning to scripture and like allowing God to speak truth in my heart through that has been really easy to not easy because it's hard to continue it some days. Um, but it's definitely just been one of those things that's like just really, really helped me to like, yeah, embrace all of this, um, that we're Mm -hmm. talking about and like acknowledging his presence, give him thanks and then just diving in. And like, all I had to do one day was decide I'm just going to start. It doesn't have to be grand gesture. I picked the book of Mark and decided to start there. And then I invited my husband into it and it's been like really cool because like, we've had some really fruitful conversations and there for a while we were really good at like working about a chapter a day. And now we're like maybe a chapter a week, but we still make sure that I have that time to sit down and talk about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been, yeah, so beautiful and so fruitful for us. So I don't know. What about for you, Samantha? What are some thoughts that you have? Things that help you? I love um, when I was rereading your blog post in preparation for this. Um, I loved when you said returning to scripture mm-hmm. um, because especially 
right now for those who aren't able to receive the sacraments, who aren't able to go to mass or confession, um, having this return to prayerful meditation in scripture, I think is very encouraging. Mm -hmm. And something that's been um, on my heart a lot is liturgy of the hours. Um, Mm. So if you're not familiar with liturgy of the hours, uh, it's, This, it's part of the public prayer of the church. So if you are an ordained priest or in religious life, you um, are required, quote unquote, required to pray the Liturgy of the Hours. And it kind of brings you through the Psalms. There's um, a reading from scripture. And that's been something that's very encouraging for me because even as Kaylee said, you know, even if we are able to go to mass, it still feels kind of weird because yeah. we're wearing masks. Um, and it feels like, you know, we can't, like at my parish, we're not able to talk to the priests after mass because they're trying mm-hmm. to like promote social distancing and all this stuff. Um, but praying the liturgy of the hours has been so um, comforting to me because I really am reminded that um, every single day, whether or not I'm able to go to mass, I'm still joining in to the universal prayer of the church and mm. other people all around the world are also saying these prayers as I'm mm-hmm. saying them. Um, and that's been a really big gift and a way to kind of like create pockets of time throughout the day to pause, step away from like all the things that I'm doing and just enter into prayer. So Yeah. I love that. And like kind of going off that a good, a good prayer, um, to pray is the angelus um mm-hmm. you know like at six six noon and six um it's a short little prayer but um it was kind of created for that purpose like i think a lot of like farmers you know working in the fields mm-hmm. to like stop at different times in the day just to like invite god into those moments basically um so i love the idea of just like having different times of the day where you can stop and just i don't know just remind yourself of of what's important you know yes um but yeah a couple a couple other things that I don't know are helpful for me is like I just get forgetful you know you get consumed in your own life and um yeah your day-to-day tasks that uh you, you know you forget that like okay none of this really matters as far as like earthly things you know what I mean like it mm-hmm. does matter the tasks matter as far as like sanctifying your soul for heaven but I know that just like witnesses of other people help me so much. So like um, reading about the saints, um, a big one for me as far as like the ordinary embracing the ordinary life has been St. Therese. Um, and then also her parents, Louis, Louis and Zelly um, Martin. They're also saints. Um, so it's just been like beautiful to read about their lives and um, just the simplicity that they live their lives like. I mean, I know St. Therese has talked a lot about in the church, um, but she, I mean, she was a very ordinary nun. Like a lot of people in her convent, like didn't even know mm-hmm. her holiness or know who she was or, you know what I mean? So like she didn't get famous till like after her death and people yeah. realize like from her writings, like how holy she was. Um, it's because she like saw the grace in the ordinary um, in a book that really like, opened my eyes to this it's a small little book by um father jacques philippe called the little way of trust and love and it's um it's focused on saint therese but he writes it and it's oh my gosh it's so good i need to like go back and read it often because like 
I get caught up in like wanting to do big things and like the ordinary tasks. I'm just like, oh, like, can I just like get over this over mm. with, you know? But um, that has been like so, so helpful for me. Yeah. It's weird though, because like I feel like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people get the impression that like, uh, like, because when you read St. Therese, do you guys ever feel like, oh, she's just like, I don't know, kind of wimpy or like, kind of mm, like yeah. just like yeah. very, very emotional, like wimpy. And so, like, I'm not, I was not drawn to her like at all. Um, kind of like, I'm not like you at all. But it, it's funny because I went on a pilgrimage to France like a year and a half ago and got to visit her tomb. And I straight up told her that. I was like, Trez, I'm nothing like you. Honestly, you seem kind of wimpy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like so good but, but I was like I know you're like freaking holy and like I need some of that holiness so like can you like teach me how to be like you know simple and ordinary because like I need help with that mm. <laughs> that is so good yeah. I, love that. I love the honesty there <laughs> yes you gotta be yes. you gotta be yes okay. and I think I don't know this whole topic of just living ordinarily um, and yeah, thinking of St. Therese and it just reminds me that, um, like how important we might not feel like these days are important, but really yeah. like when you, when you think about it, the majority of your life is ordinary days. Yep. Yeah. And even if you look at, if you look at the count, cal- like the church calendar, the majority of the calendar year is ordinary time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that sometimes we, we really, think of Lent or Advent as these seasons to like really buckle down and like go hard at becoming saints Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and as I was like reflecting on this topic something that came to mind was like it's kind of like a marathon like Lent Lent is like the marathon and Mm -hmm. you can't safely healthily sustainably run a marathon without training Mm, um and so like what like my point is what does it matter if every year you are the saint you've always wanted to be during Lent, but for the rest of you, the year, you're just like going through the motions. Um, mm. And you're not like this time, like ordinary time, all of the other seasons of the year are like, are us training you know, yeah. for the marathon that is Lent. Um, because the truth is like the Lord wants you to be a saint. Yes. And so he's not just giving you the grace to be a saint at certain times of the year or during certain seasons, but he's like giving you the grace every single day because the truth is he probably wants you to be a saint more than you want to be a saint. Oh yeah. Um, and so all like every single time, every day, every hour, like he's using that time. He can use that time for your sanctification if you let him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, if you let him key. <laughs> Mm, key yes i love i love the the your training ground is the ordinary like that is so good um and i love that it's like every day is an opportunity i mean speaking from the athlete here it's like every (laughs) day every day is an opportunity to get better you know Mm -hmm. to grow to um improve and like you have to see it like that if you looked at every practice like oh i just can't wait to get it done with or like oh just get by like you're not gonna get better like you should but Mm -hmm. if you look at every day that's like 
okay, yeah, like there's going to be some hard moments, but there's some opportunities here to like give this over to the Lord, to surrender more, to trust more, to treat others um, with more love and mm-hmm. care. Um, you know, that's, that's where saints are made. So um, true, you're absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. And, and I think I it's, like... go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like too, like it's in those moments that I have to just remind myself, like, especially if I'm struggling to live this ordinary and like struggling to like get into that mindset that we're talking about, like a big thing that helps me is like practicing gratitude. So mm. even if it's just as simple as like, okay, let's think of five things I'm thankful for today. I can't think of five. Okay. Three, let's think of three and then get in that mm-hmm. habit of like every day, like what are three things you're thankful of? And then like increasing that. And the next thing you know, like your heart is just transformed into gratitude and joy rather than this, like struggle bus of a funk of a mindset of like, I can't get out of it. Cause it's just I'm yeah. bored with the ordinary, whatever, you know? Um, I think that's yeah, like that. very helpful. That's so good. Um, going off of that, a friend of mine recently encouraged me to do that. Like every morning, write down five things that I'm grateful for from the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And she's, she was saying how the more that you do that, the more you're on the lookout for those things, because mm-hmm. it's like, um, going into a room and being told, okay, in the next three minutes, try to find all the things that are blue. Like your, mm. your mind is on high alert for like blue things. So yeah. if we go into the day knowing, all right, today I'm going to write tomorrow morning, I'm going to write down five things I'm grateful for from today. Like you're going to be looking out for those like pockets of joy and those blessings mm. that God is yeah. like, sprinkling into your day. Yeah. So true. That, that reminds me um, of just like, uh, I was like reading back on one of the posts that um, in our archives that my sister Maria actually wrote on um, making the ordinary extraordinary. And um, something she wrote that stuck out to me is she said, when we spend more time with Christ, we will begin seeing him more clearly through the joys and sorrows of each day. We will start recognizing his presence around us. Mm. And kind of like how you said, Samantha, like, when you know to, or you, you recognize the things you're grateful for, you start recognizing more things to be grateful for. And when yes. you spend more time with Christ, you start seeing him in more places. Um, mm-hmm. And I love just thinking like coincidence is the language of heaven. So like a lot of times mm-hmm. we'll like brush things off and like, oh, like whatever, like that that's just coincidence or like, no, God might be trying to like show you something in that very ordinary thing that's happening in your life right now, you know? Mm. Um, So it's like, we have to be on the lookout for that and like ask for the graces to see those moments, I think. Mm. Goodness. I love this all. (laughs) Yes. Love it. Love it. Hey, hey, we hope you're enjoying this episode. We just wanted to throw a quick plug in for our beautiful depths email list. Subscribers get a lot of free perks that others don't. Samantha, do you want to tell them what those are? Yep. Each month, you'll get a specially designed calendar, prayer resources, wallpaper sneak peeks, and an entrance into an exclusive giveaway. Josie, do you want to tell them how they can sign up? Sure thing. Just go to our show notes and click the link or go to beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Now let's get back to the show. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, we've, we've given quite a few resources and stuff, but are there any others that we haven't mentioned, um, that either of you guys would like to bring up? Um, I mentioned literature of the hours earlier, so we'll link in the podcast notes, um, the iBrevery app 
because mm-hmm. um, it has not only the all of the liturgy of the hours, but also the mass readings. It's a great app. So we'll link that down below um, if you yes. are interested in, in that. But also, this isn't a resource, but something that um, I used to do um, when I was studying kind of along the same lines of we were talking about the Angelus and Letters of the Hours. Yeah. Um, but in college, when I was studying architecture, it was very easy for me to get so lost in just like doing all the things um, mm-hmm. that I wasn't, I wasn't actively trying to find pockets for like prayer, pockets yeah. for rest um, or gratitude or whatever. So a couple of friends and I actually started to set alarms on our phone for every couple mm. of hours. And so sometimes, you know, I would, the alarm would go off and I'd be like, all right, I'm going to stop, go outside and pray, you know, the divine mercy chaplet. Mm-hmm. But other times it was just like, the alarm would go off. I would stop, take a deep breath, yeah. just say like a quick prayer of Thanksgiving or like a quick prayer of Jesus. I'm really struggling. I need your help. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, yeah, I, it, it makes me think of what your brother said, Josie, that you can't pray always if you don't first pray sometimes. <laughs> I always think of that. Yes. Um, and just like that, yeah, forcing yourself kind of to just like pause and create time and space for Jesus is how we eventually will like recognize Jesus in everything. Yes. That's Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And um, yeah, and we'll link all the other resources we mentioned as well. So check mm-hmm. those out. Um, but yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, if you guys don't have any other resources, we like, that was weird. This episode, we kind of like sprinkled them yeah, <laughs> throughout yeah. our conversation. Yes. Worked well. It was very organic. It was. I like it. <laughs> so but um yeah what is the grace that you guys have received lately for me um this weekend I um spent a lot of weekend or a lot of week a lot of time with my siblings so that was fun um got a lot of beach time in so that was that was a good time um probably the most I have this summer uh which is which is good soaking up the sun in Florida (laughs) so definitely a grace there Hmm. What about you, Kaylee? So good. Um, I would say just like yeah, kinda having a little bit of self care this weekend. I got a haircut and nice. spent like three hours away from Joseph. Not that I love being away from him for that long, <laughs> but that's the longest I've ever been away from him. So I was like, Wow. Yeah. This is what it feels like to be a mom and like be able to have a little bit of me time. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, that was just like really just a, a beautiful grace for sure. Um but then also too, um, it's funny because when I do have my free time, I really want to spend it with Matt and Joseph a lot of the time. Yeah. So um, this yesterday, I guess, we went to a nursery and we've been like planning out our landscape and like budgeting to figure out like how much can mm. we spend on landscaping and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we went yesterday to a nursery because we knew that they had good deals going on and we got like three plants that are pretty big size for 44 bucks. So super pumped about that and just the grace of being able to like, yeah, we find joy in like landscaping and planning all that out as well that's so fun yeah i i love people who really get into like gardening and like i don't know all like landscaping whatever because i am not that person at all (laughs) and like i've killed a cactus before so like i i just 
I just really, really respect that, Kaylee. That's so. Hey, we're, we're working on it. We Currently, my plants in the house are alive, but we've killed multiple of them that we've already gotten rid of. So. Oh, well. There you mm-hmm. go. So here's the tester because we're going to put a lot of plants in our front yard and yes. who knows if they'll survive. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So what about you, Samantha? What's your grace? Um, just time uh, this past Sunday to just rest and refresh I've been feeling like over the weekend I was just really tired and like really sleepy um and could just feel myself get kind of grumpy because I was Mm. tired um yeah so just not only being able to like recognize the need for rest but actually have that time this past Sunday to just kind of like stay at home hang out with Luke take a nap Mm -hmm. be a vegetable sometimes you need you need that restart (laughs) oh yeah definitely that was definitely a grace to have that time love it Mm -hmm. well friends um it's been a very ordinary conversation with you both Um, (laughs) (laughs) no 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 it's been extraordinary Uh, (laughs) but (laughs) Kaylee, would you mind closing us in prayer today? Yes, sure would. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. And Holy Spirit be with us. Jesus, we just thank you so much for the gift of our lives. We thank you for the gift of this day that you've given us. And we just ask that you be with each one of us and everyone listening to this podcast, that you can just allow us to... Um, just embrace the ordinary moments that you give us every single day. Allow us to turn them towards you and turn our hearts towards you. Um, especially if any of us are struggling in any way to be joyful in this time. Um, Lord, we just ask that you just bring upon our hearts this refreshed view of um, just how to live with your joy in these ordinary mundane moments of our lives. Um, Mother Mary, we just ask that you pray for us and that you guide us, especially um, as you guided the Lord during the time of his hidden life as well. We just ask that you guide us in that and allow us to just receive abundance of love and grace um, in these ordinary moments. Um, And we offer this all up to you in the most holy and perfect name. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. I also love that this entire episode, you could hear Joseph or you are burping him. I just feel like that goes very well with the top. Yes. So. Right? <laughs> Welcome does. to the podcast, Joseph. Here we go. <laughs> He's currently passed out on my lap after just feeding him and trying to get him to burp, and he doesn't want to burp. So. Mm. <laughs> the perfect uh, full circle from the beginning of the podcast explaining this to oh, yes. witnessing it. Yep. Yep. So there it is. Sorry. Right. Sorry. I'm not really sorry. I was about to apologize for his noises, but I'm not sorry. At no. All. no. This is life. <laughs> yes. No. This is life. You don't apologize. Uh, Gotta love, love it. it. So good. All right, y'all. See you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. If you love what you hear, please leave us a review and a rating. Preferably a five star. (laughs) On iTunes or wherever you like to listen. Your reviews help more people hear about the podcast and come to discover the truth and joy of Christ, which is what we're all about. 
And also feel free to follow us on all social media at Beautiful Depths and subscribe at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Until next week, stay holy, friend.